Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Cassie Clayton. Cassie is passion-driven about helping you build your impactful websites. She created Stargazers Unite to help spiritual business owners follow their purpose. As a light worker herself, Cassie understands how important it is for you to focus on the healing and connection with your client, which is why she loves to do all of the back-end work needed to help you build a brand that can help you be proud of and that expresses who you are to potential clients. Yay, Cassie. Welcome to the space. Hello, Cassie. Hello. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so happy that you're here and we are finally having this conversation and um, I can't wait to see where it goes. Absolutely. So we're going to start off with a little um, uh, fun fact about you. So what is a fun fact or something that you can share about yourself before we dive in and even get to know you more? Uh Fun, fun fact that just just a random one or a business related one? Random. Okay. Um, I lived and worked on cruise ships for five years. Oh, tell us a little bit more. Uh, so, um, in when when I well, I mean, when back in college, when I started doing like design and video and graphics and all of that, um, you know, eventually you graduate and you got to go somewhere, and so I ran away to cruise ships for five years, and I was an audio video tech uh, aboard Carnival Cruise Lines, um, and we would go out and film all the excursions, film all the events, film all the shows and things like that, that you see in your cabins. We were in charge of like all the TVs and all the maintenance and all of that too. So um, it was a work hard, play hard job. <laughs> wow, did you like it? It was fun, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And you got to like see lots of places. Mostly, so uh, yes, mostly my a lot of my ships, uh, tend to be tend to tended to be more in the Caribbean, uh, which okay. is which is totally, you know, I, I got to 
I got to hang out on a bunch of really nice beaches. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad at all. Wow. Well, that's an amazing fun fact. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. So let me just ask before we go into everything, do you have um, ear pods or anything in by chance? Um, I do not. Do you have any near you? I was, oh. Just in case, because I'm hearing, uh, at times I'm hearing a little bit of. Uh, all of my cat, all of my fur kids decided to make noise. They were all quiet, of course. No, yeah. I'm hearing me um, at some points. I'm hearing my oh. echo. Um, not the whole time, but every once in a while I'm hearing it. Um, okay. So if you can't find it, we'll just keep going. I don't want to take time away, but I figured if they were there. I would just bring it up before we get too deep in this. Not that I'm seeing right here. I apologize for that. Okay. Okay. No, it's okay. So here we go. So again, I want to welcome those joining us here live. Thank you so much for being here. The beauty of it is you get to um, type any questions or comments in the chat box and be part of the conversation. So Cassie, we're going to dive right in and we're going to get to the first um, question, which is how do you define creativity? Oh, um, so <clears throat> for me, I think it, you know, for, for me, especially because I spend so much time, um, de developing, um, helping people develop their brands and helping them develop like their images and stuff. For me, creativity revolves a lot around the computer and what I'm able to create in the virtual space of, of, um, really bringing, I, I, my both myself and other people's um visions to life which is kind of cool <laughs> yeah yeah kind of kind of a cool thing um okay so i i really like that word that you use which was identities um developing brands and identities yes so okay so okay i'm thinking there's so much to talk about so i'm like okay hollis where are we going to start so I know that I titled this your spiritual empire through your website, logo and branding, but I want to know more, even before we get to this, I want, I want to know, and I want other people to know more about Cassie and wherever you want to start kind of, um, tell us about you, your creative journey and, uh, kind of where, how you got to where you are now. Cause you're a really interesting mix of the whole, um, you know, the spiritual end as well. Yes. So, um, so for me, uh, once I kind of left my, my, you know, five years of, of living on, of beach hopping, um, on cruise ships, I <laughs> came home, um, and I, I kind of hopped around a couple different, um, uh, you know, different jobs. I worked for a couple for, and did the marketing for a couple of the different restaurants in town, things like that. Um, and then I was, um, uh, you know, I started working for a metaphysical store here in, um, here in Dallas. And basically that's kind of where my spiritual journey kind of started. Um, and it, it, you know, it was one of those jobs where you, you know, you got to learn a lot about the crystals, you got to learn about, um, all the, you know, mediumship, metaphysical, all the things. Meanwhile, I was, building, um, you know, working their websites, creating their, doing all their marketing and, and everything like that. And so, um, you know, there, there did, 
you know, it's that was, which that was a really cool job. It just also took, it it was a very, it it was kind of funny for a metaphysical store. It was also very competitive. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) So competitive Um, with other places? Competitive with other places, with other people, with Mm. people within the, the, the own store. Interesting. Um, it was, yeah. So the owner was a reform, quote unquote, a reformed attorney, right? So everything <laughs> was a, everything was a competition. And, you know, I, I wanted a more collaborative environment and I wanted to be able to work with, um, work with other, you know, I wanted to grow my own spiritual journey. I wanted to learn more. Um, I became very good friends with, um, uh, Tracy Escobar, who is the red couch medium. She is also my podcast host for uh, metaphysical happy hour. Cause I basically mm-hmm. went to her and said, Hey, do you wanna, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and three years later, here we are. Um, so, so, so wait a minute, I want to stop you there for a minute. So first, my first question is, were you um, into the whole metaphysical world before you got into this space? No, you not started really. working there. Mm-hmm. Not, not really. I'm not sure. Like, you know, my I grew up in the church with my family. I grew up with, um, you know, I grew up with, um, you know, we it was this is what we did. And I knew that there was, you know, it just what like there there is a connection to to God, source, universe, whatever you would like to call it, however you would like to say it. But it just never really totally fit. Yeah. Um, like it didn't answer all the all of, all the questions for me, right? Um, and so I started, um, you know, so kind of when I found the metaphysical side, I was like, okay, now I have something I can. I, I felt like I could really connect to. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of felt like more of a like, ah, okay. Yeah. This makes sense. Now we can kind of dive in and go from here, but this feels good. Yes. So the person, and I'm sorry, I forget the name that you said. She's your um, podcast host. Yes. Tracy Escobar. Tracy Escobar. So she's big in her world, correct? Yes. She's, she is actually, um, so she, she does, she, I actually did a d- development circle with her and mm-hmm. it was probably the, because I had, you know, the, where my life had been previous to that, it had been so busy. I hadn't really had the time to like sit down and really like dive into anything. And so sitting with her and being, a, and having, you know, doing a mediumship reading really broken down into like some really simple steps um and like things that you could actually like given tools and things that you can use to really go deeper with those with with those readings um and actually through tracy i actually met um my um my current mentor uh colby rebel and i've been studying with her for the last three three years Mm -hmm. um or so I don't know. It was, just, it was a little bit before the pandemic hit. Um, time I, gets all fuzzy. <laughs> I, a time is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we're going to dive in more about you wanting a collaborative space, but I'm just curious. I feel like I just need to ask. So when you approach Tracy and you, uh, about the podcast or about the 
the collaboration was she was she someone that you felt like obviously you felt like you could connect with her but was she being big in her world kind of like you were like why not i'll just ask like was there nervousness around it um she and i had become very good friends and so i felt like she would say yes um i i but I was also one of those like um, I, I originally so I re- originally started Metaphysical Happy Hour with one of our de- with dear friends as well, and um, like she's also comes back as a guest and stuff like that. Her name's Michelle Henderson. Um, so she kind of started with me, and then she was doing some training um, that she was like, I don't even have time for my life right now. Hmm. So. Mm-hmm she let alone anything else and so there was that um when i we reached out to tracy there was a bit of uh what am i gonna do if she says no (laughs) (laughs) yeah but obviously she said yes and And she said yes (laughs) she said yes and i guess i felt like i needed to go a little further with that because i just think it's important to highlight that when someone kind has you know some kind of status or is known for what they do we get this idea that they're off limits. Um, yes. But it's a matter of, I don't know, from my perspective, it's kind of like, okay, why not? It doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. <laughs> it's being genuine and yeah, it doesn't hurt to ask. Absolutely. And we have, and I do feel like we have been so, 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 so blessed with the show too, because um, the, the people, because of the people she's known in the community and um, my, my studying with um, Colby Rebel, um, every, well, Tracy studied with Colby too. So it's kind of having a mutual um, mentor, you know, Mm -hmm. Tracy's kind of moved on to the point where now she's the teacher. She's been kind of stepping into that role of being the teacher and all of that. But, um, you know, we both, got the same training. Okay. Um, and also like with, with the guests that we've had on metaphysical happy hour, like we had some people that are like, you know, I'm sitting there kind of blown away. We're like, we, you know, we've had, um, like Patty Negri, Hollywood's good witch. Like she is on like Hollywood shows and like, you know, all the things. And so we've had, we've had some pretty amazing, really, really cool guests on our show. And it's just been through connections and and people that we know. And um, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, well, you're definitely there's going to be a link to this to find out about more about this metaphysical happy hour. And maybe we'll talk about that more. But I really want to get into So this journey back, getting back to that, you said you were looking for more of a collaborative space. And I just love the whole spiritual empire and identity, the branding, your identity, your logo, your website. So what was the next step from there, leaving this space and going next? Um, It it was... So, so it was two things. I, you know, I wanted a collaborative space. And then I also wanted to know that I was, I I was in charge, uh, like that I was the person that could say yes or no mm-hmm. to, to working with clients because I, and it's kind of really the first time in my life that I've been able to, to kind of make that distinction of this is the, this is really set that intention of these are the types of people I want to work with. These are the types of people I want to bring in my life. These are the types of people I want to help get out there and really promote. 
And, you know, it, it, you know, and for me, that list is like, you know, people with integrity, people who are, who are, um, you know, truly invested in their business and want to, you know, really take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of like your, okay, you got the entre entrepreneurial bug where you're like, okay, uh, I, I want to call the shots. I know who my person is. And yeah, I, I want to have more control of this. Yes. And I've, and and I've received a lot of tremendous support, um, both, both from Tracy, from Colby, from, you know, a number of people in the community as well. So that, that's, that's been, that's been a amazing blessing. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, um, I'm going to continue, but I just want to say to the people joining, thank you so much again for being here. Uh, the people on the stage are my guests that I've invited, but please feel free to put in the chat box any questions or comments so you can be part of the conversation. We appreciate you being here. So yeah, support is amazing, right? It's like, you're, you know, you're on the right path. You're going in that direction. You're like, okay, good. I'm good. So talk to us more about with this side of you. So what do you, what do you do like for branding, identity, logo, like what kind of lights you up? Um, so, so lately it's been, um, it, well, I, I should say, especially lately it's been, um, you know, being so, so for me, it's super fun to go through, just from start to finish, start with somebody on their brand with their with their logo, help them kind of pick and organize their colors. And um, and it's really it's fun for me, too, because my intuitive gifts come in. Mm -hmm. And as uh, like there's a client, we just finished her logo a little while ago and uh, or um, and she was describing what she wanted and she, you know she's kind of showing me images and as soon as there was one image that she showed me and i was like as soon as she showed it to me i was like that's the direction mm -hmm. that we that we need to be moving in and it, it was kind of cool because we went through i may be going off on a tangent here but um like we went through those steps of like you know, figuring out what color, the color scheme and all of that. And then as I sat down and started building her, her logo, all I kept adding to it was gold, mm -hmm. just gold. And I was like, and I was working with different types of gold and, you know, so it has a lot, like the logo itself has a ton of dimension and a, like it's a lot of light and a lot of brightness to it and all of that. And I just like, I kept going, I need to go back and add brand colors. <laughs> like that that's a thing i need to go do that and then i struggled with adding yeah. those branding colors all night long and then the very next morning she sent me a message and was like she's like i don't need brand colors i just need gold oh my gosh seriously yeah yeah so i was like right there on the right track like the whole, so i mean it, it's it's cool stuff like that where you're like okay we can't make that up no um and then you know and and then building the um and, and i and i like the challenge i like that i like building um people's 
logos that have a lot of depth and a lot of detail and 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 to them and then just kind of seeing their face light up <laughs> when 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 it delivers <laughs> yes like, yes oh. that I, is a, yeah go ahead i'm sorry oh go ahead go ahead no go 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 you go so you don't lose the thought oh i i was just gonna say we we same client we just um we're i'm helping her develop her her page because she's got a or one of the pages for her website because she's got a, an event this weekend and i went through and i built it and i sent it to her this morning and she was like oh my god it's beautiful it's this it's all the things like wow amazing i was like okay mic drop we did our job <laughs> totally nothing better than a happy client, right? Yes. <laughs> but I think it's, it's understanding and I, anybody who is new to this world of like when you're, when you're exploring your logo and your branding, it's so personal. It it's, is. It, you, you really can't just go and be like, well, I really like what that person's doing and I like that. So why don't we just make it mine? And it's not a fit. Like you can't take, you can take ask, you can be, and of course this is your area. So, um, but I, what I'm, what I'm saying is you can be inspired and say, I really like that component. I like that component, but how does it reflect me? Exactly. And, and the thing that I notice is that once you get those pieces clicked into place, one, it, it's kind of like sorting out a, a puzzle you may have the the bits and pieces of it kind of along the way as you're building as you're building that brand and you're building that logo you're building you're you're building and then once it's like that final piece clicks yeah it's like a floodgate opens up of like and you and and the the coolest part for me is watching my client start getting super like there's this like enthusiasm and excitement and all of a sudden all these ideas for their business just start rolling and you're like that's you know more you know going way beyond the um you know i like the way that it looks or i don't it's this excitement and enthusiasm that just it's like once you once you get that like just right it's like boom and the person just lights up and all of a sudden they're on a roll and you're like okay yes yes because it's a it's a feeling right it's it's that we know why we respond well maybe we don't know in particular but there's an innate as we're scrolling and going through things and looking at people's websites and social media and all this certain things grab your attention yes and not everything resonates, you know, not everybody's your person. So, but when you're finding who your person is, you can speak to them. What I'm finding is you can speak to them easily, obviously, if it's more authentic. If I'm faking it and just being like, well, I'm going to make it look like this and it's not really me, it's hard to talk about or hard to show up mm -hmm. and get inspired. Absolutely. Because it's not real. Yeah. 100%. And, and it, and it is, it, it, what's also another really cool aspect is, um, you know, Colby does have this um, business development class. And so I'm in there with a lot of her students, and, mm -hmm. and myself included, um, and in that particular aspect, but 
um, I end up helping a lot of them do their brand, do their brands, do their logos, do their, you know, develop all these pieces. And it ends up kind of being like a collaborative effort. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can see like, and, and it's and it's really cool to watch things develop. And then, you know, everybody in the group is always, you know, if, like pushing each other to, to, to like reach their next level and, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's fun. How incredible is that? I mean, it's full on support mm. and yeah, going, we don't have to be alone. Everybody in this, no. in these processes, it's, it's so much easier when we're connected in community. Um, so I'm wondering, do you, do you actually get, do you channel at all? Like if, a, if let's say, you know, I'm just saying I, a client would come to you and be like, this is the name of my business. I'm looking for this. Do you get immediate ideas? Um, or are you just like, this is, this is a process of, um, you know, I give you my former, we talk things out and I gather where you are and feel you out. And then we kind of collaborate. Um, it, it's, so it kind of depends. I do. So I do have that initial, so I do have that initial conversation with the person and I always record it so that I have it to go back to when I'm actually, um, developing their logo. Um, cause in the conversation with them, you know, I might get like an intuitive hit. I might get something like, Oh, that'd be a really cool idea. And depending on the client, I might say it, or I might just be like, okay, take notes. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'll kind of, you know, I always have them supply like a couple of images, things like that. So I could just get a feel for what you like, what you don't like, like, give me a, like, give me a direction to run in. Yeah. And then that's where, that's where, like, that's kind of when that intuition takes over, that channeling takes over. Cause there are times I will literally sit down and start working on the computer and all of a sudden I'll like pull back and it's been five hours. <laughs> <laughs> you're just in the zone you're and I'm like, like well they're yeah. and like when i pull back i'm like well their logo looks incredible <laughs> <laughs> you know but i don't know where that came from you know so mm -hmm. it it is but but it does take that initial conversation because when what what i find too is that when i'm speaking to a client and they don't know they don't have at least a direction Yes. Don't have something kind of in mind that they, they want to work with. Then that's when I'm, I, I'll, I will literally be sitting at the computer going, I mean, I know my brain works, but I got nothing. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, if you got nothing, I got nothing. Um, but if you got an idea of where you want to go and you can kind of like, and again, it's like, go to other, you know, go grab, just go search the internet, find mm -hmm. in, find things that you like, find the color, like, you know, some ideas for the color schemes. We'll tweak it. We'll work on it. It won't be the final thing that you, like we, we go from Yeah. But like, and nothing's really ever set. And you know, until your style guide is put together and all of that, like it's not, not like set in stone. So we'll work and grow and your business is going to grow as you grow and all the things. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's also important again for everybody to hear is that 
as you grow, the business grows. Yes. And coming from a person and this is what you do, what do you say? Like when a person is like newly an entrepreneur, they're just starting this up, whether it's their full-time gig or on the side or whatever it is, but there's, it it can be overwhelming because there's a lot they have, maybe they have the big vision, but they're not sure how to break down the steps. So what is the first thing that they start with? So, so, so for me, when, when, when you're building your brand, um, and, and like you start with your colors and start with your fonts. Once we've got the colors and the fonts, then we can go build your logo by building your logo. We're probably going to find the other pieces of your brand kit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to find the extra little like brand like my logo itself it has like i've got the actual logo and then i've got a breakdown of the pieces that i use so that i can you know when i when i create something i can bring just that aspect or just that that piece of it in without having to bring the whole logo in so we'll we'll find the other pieces along the way as we're building you know building the initial logo but like um you know it's just it's start start with your colors start with your fonts what because if you can get start building things really kind of get that set in stone then you're laying the foundation for everything else you do yes i love that it's such a simple great starting point yes yeah and understand i mean would you say also i mean things are changeable things are changeable and keep it simple don't don't overthink it mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that can often be a place where it's like you could spend everybody five years and well should i do this or should i do that or what do you think of this or that's why a lot of things don't get started Ex- well exactly and um and you know and then of course like the the, the business group i'm in the like our, <laughs> our 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 colby will be like slow down sit no stop sit with this <laughs> like no don't go and post it out there yet sit with it make sure it's what you want Yes. So she, That's true, right? she's good at being the voice of reason for us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for those of us that are in that group. But also, you know, it's like, like I said, like when I'm working with my clients, you know, whether it's people from that group or outside of that group, it's we do want to sit with it for a minute. We yeah. do want to kind of, I mean, and there are times where, you know, I'll, I'll, tell somebody you know hey i'm i'm gonna um i'm as i'm saying this i'm like i'm not 100 sure if i should be saying this on air but there's 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 been times where it's very rare but i'm a little bit later on a project than i thought i would be mm-hmm. and it's usually because it's just like okay the idea just isn't quite there yet mm-hmm. and so at that point, I kind of messaged the client. I'm like, look, it's taken a day or two more. But then when I but when I bring it to them, they're like, oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. No, thank you for saying that, because I think that's real. And I think it's human 
because here we set these deadlines for things and say, well, I'm going to have it to you by this. But at the same time, and yeah, that's all well and good. But in in the creation process, there, like you said, it's not there yet. There's delays in things because there's, it's just not always ready on time because it's not ready to be ready. Right. So it doesn't make you not good at what you do. Yeah. And once it's ready to come through, it's like, whoosh, there it is. Yes. Yes, Yeah. And I think you can apply this to anything in life, really, because you could say, well, I said by 25 that I was going to be doing this and I'm not. I said by 40, I was going to do this and I'm not. And then there's anxiety. But I remember when I was young and it's totally like the movie 16 Candles where she's sitting on the, (laughs) anybody who has seen this, she's sitting on the couch and her dad is comforting her and saying, well, if they don't like you for who you are, then they're not worth it. (laughs) You know, it wasn't worth, it just wasn't ready to happen. And there were many times just in life where my parents would say, well, it just wasn't ready to happen. And I'd be so pissed. (laughs) I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) But it's real. If you push it when it's not ready, it doesn't work. Yeah. And you can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to that feeling thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So let's find out a little bit more about Cassie. Yes. In that the second question being, so how do you incorporate more creativity I know, into your own life? I know we've talked about what you do um, for work, but you yourself, how do you incorporate more of it into your life? I I go for walks. (laughs) (laughs) But my, uh, honestly, my biggest challenge in everything that I do is actually pulling myself away from the computer. Um, Because I will live in computer world for ever (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i'm like oh well that week went by (laughs) i get it i I haven't left the house yet okay (laughs) um oops (laughs) oh it's friday as i thought it was monday huh that happened (laughs) um so for me, it is, but what what I found is that at the very least, I take one day on the weekend and I just walk. I'll go, I'll walk over to the mall. I'll walk around the mall. I'll walk down to my parents' house. I'll walk over to my sister's house. I will just go and I will walk. And like, I'm not walking to like go on a marathon. I'm like, there is food on the way. There are stops. There are places, like, like we are window shopping at the mall i was like we are not like in a competition for anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's just to disengage the brain from what i from from being in because usually i go out on the walk and then i get good ideas yes and then i come back and i'm like oh let's implement this (laughs) or i'll be struggling with something and it's like the answer will come to me while i'm out so it's like then when i come back i'm like oh let's see if that worked oh yay woohoo um (laughs) you know so so my my biggest struggle is finding that balance of being able to take myself away from what i do all the time um because through 
through my psychic work and intuitive work, I found that I really loved creating sigils. I love doing sigil magic and I love, I love doing that kind of work. And I made some really intricate sigils. Wait, what are sigils? Sigils are, are, they are, um, the simplest explanation of them is, is, as it's visual representation of your intention. Okay. So we so we see them all the time. We just maybe don't call it that. Um, like when you see a dollar sign, you know that that's representative of the dollar mm -hmm. um, or money or mm -hmm. something like that. So that's a very simple, very, very simple um, example of what a sigil is. The um, one of the ones that I've created that's um, kind of one of my favorites at the moment. I say at the moment because it changes. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but it's um, it's a helm of awe, and which is a protective symbol. And I I sat down one afternoon and I started creating one, and it's and it like almost looks like it's like coming off the page. Mm. It has a lot of dimension and depth to it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that was one of those afternoons that I stepped away from the computer and went, all right, that's what was supposed to go through. That's what I was doing today. Okay. Yeah. So in you creating these visuals, um, these visual sigils, this is all done on the computer as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's kind of like a yeah. logo so, in a sense. It, in a sense, yes. Yeah, in the sense so, that it's so, a visual, so to, it's a representation. Yeah, so to put it to put it away, like or put it in kind of just like a simpler term, like a simpler way to think about it. Like think about like walking into like a hotel or like like a high end hotel. Um, you may see like on the floor or on the wall, you'll see like like say it's Hilton Hotel. Uh, you'll you'll see the Hilton logo. We all we've all seen it. We all know it. But mm -hmm. as you're walking down the hall, you might see some kind of symbol that's repeated just in their uh -huh. decor. So it's not yeah. now it could just be a design. Mm -hmm. But more more often than not, you'll find it at actually um, I learned this through taking classes with Patty. Um, you'll find more often than not, it's a symbol that has a meaning behind it. And that's been yeah. in, literally imprinted into the building or implant in, imprinted into their flooring or what, you know, what like to us walking by, we just go, oh, that's an interesting design. Yeah. But it's and it's it's an intention. Uh, a lot of times it's an, a word or an intention that's been built a way that doesn't look like a word that it's you it's it's basically it's splitting up the letters and using them and like there's kind of like a whole process to it but um that way at the end of the day you're you've got this representation of the intention but uh, anybody who wasn't a part of designing that is not going to know what it is so but would it be um sending a message to the subconscious I would say very much, um, I would say very potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they might yeah. do it for like protection or abundance or, um, you know, wealth, we want money coming in our door. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, we, we, 
you know, what, whatever that intention looks like for that business. Yeah. Yeah. So, so actually, so to add, I know you're saying that it's hard for you to kind of pull away, but, and besides walking, it seems like a way that you incorporate more creativity in is also through your spiritual side. Yes. And what you, so using your words and me kind of giving you that prompt, what would you say um, more specifically that the creativity is through your spirituality? Um, I, I so I, I think be through, through my spiritual work, it's, um, you know, it, it's allowing me to like one, one day I want to create a, a sigil deck one day I want to like, there, there's, there are different projects and things that I'm like, oh, I want to do and it will, and, uh, you know, eventually it will be, I've got a lot of projects going on right now, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but eventually it will be built through that, um, you know, through, through that psychic business, through that spiritual business. Yeah. And I see also from an outsider, I mean, you create these spaces like your, um, the metaphysical lounge. I mean, that is, that is a creative outlet where you, you gather, you put energy into that space. It's an expression. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we actually have a very, um, we, we have a very fun guest coming on our show tonight. She's, um, her name is Rockin' Robin and she is a tarot reader. Ooh, hello, kitty. Hello. Kitty. <laughs> so actually, so tell us, tell us how people can uh, access this space. Um, so it's, so we, we film live, um, we go live on, on YouTube and Facebook. Um, so Stargazers Unite, um, is my YouTube. I, I, you can find me on Stargazers Unite, both YouTube and, um, and Facebook, as well as Metaphysical Happy Hour on Facebook. Mm, wonderful. What time does it, what time does it uh, go and what days does it? does it um it's you have your shows yes it's um it's every second and fourth wednesday of the month mm -hmm. um and it's at 7 p.m central 7 p.m central okay Ooh, i'm gonna check this out tonight yeah because i can um can. <laughs> i'm gonna put this in here and you'll tell me if I got it right. I am putting it in the chat. Stargazers Unite. Yes, ma'am. Okay, wonderful. And um, metaphysical happy hour. So how about, are there any kind of bringing creativity? Well, let's let's say a morning routine. Do you have any kind of a morning routine? I try to. <laughs> and it's not that you have to. I love asking people this because... A lot of times we feel like we should, it's that word like, well, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. But I've had people say, no, like it changes. I go with what I feel. One person I remember, it just stands out to me. She said, well, the dogs wake me up at 6 a.m. I get up, I open the back door, they run outside, I make my tea and I just stand at the door and look at the sky. She's mm -hmm. like, that's what I do every morning and it feels good. There you go. Yeah. I 
really enjoy the mornings where I have something that resembles a routine. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen often. Mm -hmm. I, I was actually having a conversation with one of my to, with my co-host Tracy, and she's she's that she's that person. She gets up. She has like she has her list of things she does. And she does them pretty much the same way every morning. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm like, I wish my brain worked that way. <laughs> but it doesn't. But that's also the beauty. Yeah. I'm like, I might get one day <laughs> where my brain decides to cooperate in that particular fashion. Usually I wake up, I make sure that the that the fur kids are, are fed because they, and if I forget, they let me know. Um, <laughs> yes. I, 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 you know, so it's get up, you know, I, I try to, I, let's just be honest, I'm just going to be honest. I get up, I get my computer, I start working and, you know, hopefully I remember to like feed myself and the fur kids before it's two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I understand. But what I am going to say from an outsider is you need to take care of yourself, Miss Cassie. I know. Which is why I wish my brain worked a little bit more like my co-host and be like, I have like that morning routine. Yeah. Yeah. At times it can be, it's, you work with what you have because I, I can sit here and say, you know, I do this, I do that. I ebb and flow. So honestly, there was times it was great. I'd wake up and I just put on Abraham Hicks or something when I first wake up and then I would journal and meditate. And then that changed. I was like, I, I kind of listened to Abraham Hicks, but I wasn't journaling, but I feel a difference when I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, and then do, getting dressed, blah, 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 making my chai tea, foaming the milk, opening the door, looking outside, feeling the air, and then jumping in and getting started. But what I found for me that was very helpful was in Google Calendar, literally breaking down my day and kind of color coding and making it look good, but also say, okay, from this time to this time, I am going to reply to emails. Then I'm going to make breakfast. Then I'm going to go for a walk. And then I'm going to do, you know, prepare for my podcast or for whatever it is. But for me, it would be helpful because I do that too. All of a sudden, my kids always yell at me. They're like, mom, hello, get off the computer. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah. I have actually tried that. I have attempted that. I applaud anyone who can do it and, and stick with it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I did have like, so, so my main thing is that, you know, what, what I, what I did decide was my primary focus was if I can get a semi-normal start time to my day <laughs> and a, decent end time to my day mm -hmm. and make myself a break somewhere, like at least make myself a break somewhere in the middle. Yes. If yes. I did like, I, I did do like the eight to, okay, we'll say like 8 a.m. to like midnight, like where midnight was like my absolute like cutoff time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I did that for like, a couple of weeks and I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. And then I got busy doing stuff and got completely off course. <laughs> Isn't it so hard when you love what you do? 
I know. <laughs> and it only takes one night to throw you off. <laughs> it does. Because you're like, oh, but I, I just like, I'll get back on track this weekend. Nope. <laughs> well, you are very grateful to know what you do, like your why and your purpose and what you love and what lights you up. It's just about creating boundaries, but yes. that's the beauty of all of it. So before we go to the last question, is there any kind of like... um as far as creativity goes in the sense of nourishing yourself, is there any kind of like drinks or food that you really enjoy or music? I love music. Mm -hmm. Any particular kind or just a whole variety? Um, the, the whole music as a whole. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> Can you imagine the world without it? No. Yeah. And I, so, so that is the, I, I will say, okay, like, obviously I don't do great with the starting of the day, but I will say about 10 PM at night. So like, I kind, I do try to make that like midnight cutoff, mm -hmm. but about 10 o'clock at night, that's when I turn the music on. I do start. So I guess I have more of an evening routine than I have a morning. Oh, I love that. Um, but yeah, no, I will dance around my condo, listen to music, jam out. Like it's a dance party of one. <laughs> I love it. Thank and my friends are usually standing there going, huh? <laughs> yep. Should I, should I be one. concerned? Is she okay? We, we guys, we picked a weird one. <laughs> Thank you for making that distinction. That was a really good one because we all have our different routines. And I really appreciate that you said that your nighttime is where you, where it really works for you. The nighttime one is the most important one because otherwise I will be that person that stays up till 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. just because I've lost track of time. So then before we go to the next one, so then tell me then about, you said it's a dance party and then is there anything else to that evening routine? Um, pretty much no. No, we, 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 we dance it out, dance it out and sing it out for like an hour or two. And, and then it's like, okay. And then we put on the meditation music and then I go to bed. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to end it and to kind of create, like to disconnect from mm -hmm. all of that energy. Um, my daughter and I are very well known for being the the car singers. Yeah. <laughs> Singer in the cars and we suck and we love it. Yeah. It just gets a little diff it gets funny in the summertime when the windows are down. Um yeah, but there's like the dancing and the singing and then you stop at the light and then it's like, do I make eye contact or not? <laughs> I don't know. Are they talking to the same music or not? <laughs> then it's like, whatever, what does it matter? <laughs> yeah, I actually so I have not had a car since the pandemic hit. Okay. Um, but that you I think the universe just said we're gonna take that away for a while. Um <laughs> It really, I, I have epics. I, I'm like, I'm not a bad driver, but I really have some epic stories around cars. Um, cause my last car, literally like the transmission blew. Oh, but I was able to get it home with a $9 tow truck. 
that I was able to pay with a lottery ticket that I won. Oh my God. That's another interesting fact. There we go. So, you know, I mean, when, when yes, the car died, but when it, and, and there were also three buff men that helped me move my car so that I wasn't like smack in the middle of the road. So I'm like, you know, when the story involves three buff men and, um, you know, a lottery ticket, <laughs> it makes it way more interesting. That's like a perfect title for a talk or something or a video. <laughs> Three buff men and a lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God you were okay. And uh, yes, the, the, the universe has its ways of communicating with us. Yes. Definitely. So, okay. So third and final question as we get to the top of the hour, which this Third question is kind of like a little repetitive, but it's like putting the bow on the box kind of thing, That's which it. is, why do you think creativity is important? We wouldn't be unique without it. Hmm. Because it creativity has so many different ways of being expressed that I think it, it's one of those things that kind of defines us. Yes. And I have one friend that actually, um, she, she's another business coach. I, I call her the money guru because um, she's just fantastic. Um, but she like, she, she sees herself as not being a creative person at all. Mm -hmm. And she's in, in Define again, it's defined creativity, right? Because for her, she can walk into pretty much any business, anywhere, anywhere, anytime, any place, and be like, the they will come with her, like, here's the issue that we're having. And she is able to very quickly and easily see a solution that nobody else would have thought of. Yes. Everybody, this is the whole point of the space. That is a creativity. We are expanding the definition of what creativity means. Exactly. When like when people so, own it, it changes your world. Yeah. And so it's like, I like when you look at me and what I do, obviously I fall in the quote unquote, like creative category because I, 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 I create logos and I create brands and I create flyers and graphics and there's, and, but like, she creates entire business plans that nobody else would have even think of. Right. Right. Yes. Thank you for, for highlighting hence, that. And hence she is the money guru. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So everybody has their way of expressing. Everybody has their, their zones of genius. And absolutely. That is the point of recognizing and giving yourself grace and you know, ditching this definition of the societal definition in the way I open this podcast that creativity goes beyond a pencil and a paintbrush. Mm -hmm. It's, I would literally have visceral reactions from, so I went to art school. I, you know, became an art teacher, didn't know that was going to happen, but it was, you know, I did that for 30 years and I have my businesses now. Um, I'm creative and express yourself publishing. Um, but when you say your niceties of what you do, I'd say art teacher, there would literally be a visceral reaction where people would either put their hands up and kind of sit, step back or say, oh, I can't draw or paint. 
I'd say, well, neither can I. Right. Like just just because I went to art school, that doesn't mean that's what I do. Right. And then when you turn it on them and say, well, what is it that you do? They say, well, I'm a business. I'm in business. Oh my gosh. Do you realize how much problem solving you do? How you mm -hmm. use your imagination all of the time? Yeah. How you, how you literally sculpt conversations with your words, how you read body language in order to know when to, what a person needs to hear, how they're feeling. That's all within, that's all creative. Absolutely. And, and, and it, and it is really interesting because there are a lot of the times that I, I will be working with people and, um, you know, they'll, they'll be struggling tech, like on the technology side and they're just like, you know, and, and one of the things that I find is a lot of the times they'll start putting themselves down or saying like, oh, I so suck at this. And I'm like, but there's a million other things that you do that I can't. Right. And I'm like. Like there, there's one girl that I'm, I'm helping her and another um, mutual friend of ours uh, to develop their podcast. And she, she just sat there on the line, kept going, well, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. And I'm like, you used to like be an EMT. You saved people's lives. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I think we could give you a pass on not knowing how to use Canva. Oh. Like, right. <laughs> Right. Like, like you, you save people that were dying. Yeah. Give yourself a break. We don't have to know everything or be good at no. everything. You, you exist to keep, keep probably some not so very smart people who did some not so very smart things <laughs> alive. And like, I'm here to make you all look good. <laughs> That's to two totally different skill sets. All goes back to community. Yeah. Yeah. Community, community. So Cassie, how can people connect with you? Uh, StargazersUnite.com. Um, find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram, YouTubes, um, all, all at Stargazers Unite. Okay. Makes it nice and simple. Yeah. So before we say our goodbyes, is there anything else top of mind or anything you feel like you want to say or you feel like you're good? I feel like I'm good. Yeah. This was good. Cassie, thank you so much for hanging out for this hour. Absolutely. So appreciate you and everything that you bring to the world. So thank you. Thank you. And everybody who is joining us live, catching the replay, we thank you. We know that you could be doing anything with your hour. And we so appreciate you spending it with us. The space is all about inspiring each other, connecting, sharing stories. I believe we've always needed this, and I think we need it now more than ever. So yeah. please like, follow, share, all of that good stuff so we can lift each other up and create more community, right? Absolutely. Definitely need that. So on that note, wherever you are listening in from, I wish you a good morning a good afternoon and a good evening and look forward to connecting soon. So goodbye, everybody. Bye. Feeling inspired? Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. <laughs> Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. 
you feel more connection to yourself, connection to others, and huh, be a happier, more joyful person. Just imagine that. So you are where you are in the process. So you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace, or you can dive right in. Here at I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, we meet you where you are. So there are so many ways to check us out. Explore our experiential kits. They have everything in them that you need to try new things. You don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore. There's Creative Shui, which is seven elements to join happiness. Through the Publishing House, Express Yourself Publishing, multi-author books, coffee books, solo book opportunities. It is all about expression, all about it. And it's again, just trying these things and realizing what you're good at. Don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't, we are not made for boxes. <laughs> there is also my TV show, I Am Creative. Check it out. The links are all in the body of this podcast. You can just click the link and you know what? Don't say, oh, maybe I'll check it out tomorrow. Life's too short. Just click it, see what it's about. There is honestly no judgment. It's all about exploring the possibilities, expressing yourself, and expanding your thinking. I will give you the website, which is IamCreativePhilly.com. So IamCreativePhilly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com. And just remember that you are an expressive being, so own it. I am looking forward to hearing your story, because we all have one. <laughs>